Welcome to the Leadership Update Brief. Today's entrepreneurs and business leaders face change and transition as a constant part of daily life. Inspired by stories of today's military veterans and service members, we embark on a journey to explore their transformations and equip ourselves with new ideas and motivation towards mastering the challenge of working with dynamic and changing environments. Here's the host of the Leadership Update Brief and the guide to your journey, Ed Brixie. Hello and welcome to the Leadership Update Brief on C-Suite Radio. My name is Ed Brixie and on today's episode, we speak towards finding your transition champion. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Having a champion, not just a mentor, is a critical ingredient in successful transformations. In both personal and business, it helps to have someone act as a translator, provide new insights and knowledge, and most importantly, give a bit of a push and accountability on the actions that need to be taken in order to be successful. Today on the Leadership Update Brief, we have the great pleasure to speak with Jason Gilberti, a retired Army Colonel and currently the CEO of MVP Vets, a nonprofit organization that is helping veterans enter the biotech industry. Welcome back to the Leadership Update Brief. This is Ed Brixie, and I'm here today with Jason Gilberti of MVP Veterans. Jason, how are you doing today? Pleasure to have you here. Good. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for inviting me. Glad to glad to represent MVP Vets and our fellow veterans in transition. No, certainly. MVP Vets, you guys have a pretty unique mission for transitioning veterans. What's, what is it that you guys do? Right. So the basic mission statement for MVP Vets is to advise and assist uh, transitioning post 9-11 veterans, the opportunity to explore careers in the life sciences. Um, and the life sciences industry um, is really broken down, if you want to look at it, into three, three uh, fairly distinct areas, medical technology and devices, um, biotechnology, and pharmaceuticals. All three of those in the life science industry in general is extremely well represented here in the greater Boston and New England area. It's actually, in fact, one of three hubs uh, in the nation. No, absolutely. Here in Boston, it's it's huge. What brings what brings you to the, this kind of a mission from coming out of the service? What's what is it about the life sciences that really has been able to attract veterans into it and be a great industry for them to go into? Yeah, no, it's a great question. I mean, you get into the why of the matter. And, and so bottom line up front is that veterans serve a purpose. Um, they're mission focused and they're dedicated to a culture. Um, and I believe very strongly that there's a congruence between that same sense of purpose and mission focus that veterans had when they served in uniform um, to that which I found proliferated across the life sciences industries and our partners that I visited. Um, veterans also are a positive uh, impact uh, in today's work culture and come with a strong set of soft skills um, focused and rooted in collaboration, problem solving, communication. Uh, and leadership. And so for those reasons, um, believe very strongly that the life sciences provide the necessary meaning and purpose that a veteran's looking for in transition, um, and that that veteran talent 
is highly desired in an industry that's expected to grow by 10% um, out to 2026. That's a huge amount of growth, especially here in the local area. And it is, it's the soft skills and the culture side of it. You said veterans bring us a lot of the leadership, the collaboration, that mindset. What's been something that's shown for you in working and talking with some of the companies here around Boston? How does that mesh so well? Uh, it, it meshes in the sense that th- uh, these are the, these are the exact skills that are in demand. Mm-hmm. Um, studies have shown that. Yeah. Um, in, in addition to that, you know, the veterans uh, have also received already fifty to hundred thousand dollars worth of training from the federal government. Mm-hmm. For their service. So it's a value added just from Jump Street um, in, in that transition. And that addition of military service that benefits and provides value back um, to, to an organization. In addition for organizations, um, you know, partnering with MVP Vets gives them an opportunity, since we are a 501c3 nonprofit, an opportunity to give back um, to the community uh, for those veterans there. It also is linked to OFCCP, which is another benefit in, in their compliance and looking uh, for opportunities to bring more veterans into their workforce to further diversify uh, the different perspectives that veterans can bring, not just the soft skills uh, that are in high high demand. Um, and so, you know, I, I think for all those reasons and, and, and quite a few more um, that life science companies are looking for that veteran talent out there to, to really uh, help supercharge your workforce. No, absolutely. It's a great charge into the workforce. Is it one of those things that veterans coming out of the service naturally think of, though? No, it's not. Um, I think that, you know, as in many different, uh, as, you, as you transition, um, there's a lot of unknowns that veterans have, myself included. Uh, I began the process a year ago uh, last month, so it's still very fresh in my mind. Um, and it can be very uh, intimidating um, to ask the questions why, because the military culture is one that it's always can do. Um, you, there is no obstacle too great, no task too difficult that couldn't be surmounted uh, as a military professional. Um, but in transition, there's the fear of the unknown. And so part of what NVP Vets is providing to our transitioning veterans is an opportunity to break down any misperceptions um, about the industry and to let them know that the, that the skills that they possess, um, hard and soft, are equally as valuable um, in, in the life sciences, uh, that, uh, that the ability to provide supply chain uh, management, uh, to provide operations, manufacturing, HR, uh, and engineering, those skills are as equally in demand within the life sciences as they were and as they were contributing in uniform. But again, as I stated up front, the biggest why um, is it leaps all the way back to, look, it's, there's congruence in the, in the culture, there's congruence in the sense of meaning and purpose, and that at the end of the day, the life science is about serving others. And that's what we did. We chose to wear a uniform to serve a cause and others that were greater than ourselves. Um, and in the life sciences, it's about patients first. Um, that's who you serve in this industry. Nice. So it's an excellent opportunity to continue to serve. And it's breaking down that barrier, that misconception. If I want to go into life science, if I want to go into bioscience, I'm not going to have to come out of the service and go all the way through a master's program in biotechnology, or I'm not going to have to get my master's in biology or chemistry or 
anything like that. It's a lot of building on some of the skill sets that I already possess. There are skill sets to build upon, but let there be no mistake. Yeah. Um, certain certain uh, professions will require certain technical degrees. So absolutely, if you're going into biotech and pharma, it would help and it behooves you <laughs> to have you know molecular biology or biology or chemistry as a foundation to get to 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 move forward into the industry. Um, and then as you continue to grow, I mean, just as you know, we have a self-development domain and mm -hmm. military doctrine to help improve ourselves, um, it would it would also behoove those that are looking to continue to improve their certifications and their qualifications, mm -hmm. both academically and professionally. So whether that means going forward for a PMP, um, a project management mm -hmm. professional certification, or your PE, if you're you know a degreed engineer, um, those things are very valuable just as much as you would find a master's in molecular biology um, or genomics, or if you're looking to seek an MBA um, at, a, at, a, at a reputable academic institution. Um, the more credentials and degrees, it can't hurt you. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, sometimes if you wanna get very technical, you're gonna need those degrees. So that is, that's a fact. Mm -hmm. uh, but the broad-based generality of the industry the soft skills combined with already the credentials that you have professionally as well as academically, they're equally applicable within the life sciences across the board. Absolutely. Like every industry, you have a lot of different moving pieces within an industry. So if I am a young supply sergeant, I'm E5, I'm coming out of the service after six years, I want to continue to go into logistics and supply chain. Where do I even find information or how do I find somebody that even tells me that a PMP exists. I don't know right. anything about true project management professional certification, but it's something that going into that industry, I absolutely need to know and develop. Right, so this is where MVP Vets mm -hmm. comes in. So great, great, great question and, and thanks for asking. So what we really look at in the cornerstone of our, our, our program is to connect uh, that transitioning veteran with a mentor with this, in the same career discipline or field that they're looking to stay within and allow that veteran already within the industry um, to share their knowledge, to serve as their champion, and to help expand the network of that transitioning veteran. Those three things, mm -hmm. uh, the knowledge transfer, the champion, and the networking. You, you're not gonna find that across too many other uh, you know, programs that are out there. Mm -hmm. uh, we've, got all, we've got well over 100 mentors uh, that are veterans that are looking to give back uh, to other veterans and help them through the transition. Um, so some of those programs are shared as you come into MVP Vets and there's the veteran to mentor dialogue. Um, as well as within MVP Vets, we have PMP training certification. Mm -hmm. So we have an online portal that registered uh, member and veteran can go on and seek the mandatory 30 to 40 hours of online training and then further pursue their PMP certification. Uh, through PMI, the accredited national institution, uh, to you know give them that competitive advantage. Um, so you know there are opportunities uh, to seek that. We do that both online. We do that primarily through engaging a willing uh, and able mentor uh, veteran that's already been through the process uh, and is out there looking to give back to his fellow veterans or her fellow veterans. No, absolutely. It's um, and I like the championship piece. That's having that personal champion, somebody who's, it's addition to the mentor. That's an 
a huge extra element, I think. Yeah, I, I, the you know again connecting veterans <laughs> with industry mentors is at our core. Mm -hmm. um, just like everything else, there is a process uh, involved. You, you know, we we encourage veterans to through our online portal uh, assess where they are and making sure that the industry is right for them, um, regardless of the discipline. Um, we, we, we provide them the opportunities to explore uh, and, and fill, in gap, fill in knowledge gaps, if you will, because uh, they'll come in with a certain level of, I know what I know and I know what I don't know. And so the portal will allow them to explore based on their initial assessment. Um, they'll be able to fill those gaps through learning and then you know, complete the process through a job board that they can receive uh, weekly notifications on and inquire direct to you know, partner companies that work with MVP vets uh, as part of their as part of their diversity, inclusion, and HR programs. But again, at the core is the champion uh, championing of that veteran by another veteran mentor. Um, that's so critical um, because I think just as we're having this dialogue, mm -hmm. there is there are a series of shared hardships that a veteran experiences in in service and in uniform, um, and. Uh, while at the same time, I think a veteran will be encouraged to hear challenging feedback from another veteran. Mm -hmm. um, veterans are looking to engage uh, and reintegrate to a, uh, back into the civilian um, sector. Uh, but you know, understand vet, you know being a receiving mentorship isn't about um, compassion necessarily. Mm -hmm. A mentor, a good mentor. Um, is one that's going to go ahead and challenge that veteran, and that's what our that's where our that's where our mentors really step up is to challenge them and to move them in a direction that's beneficial for them, um, and that's where I think you know the biggest uh, the biggest connection is made, uh, and they can advocate and they can champion, but um, you know the, the veteran is going to have to take that first step and be willing to be open and receptive. To feedback that they may not be mm -hmm. that they may not want to hear, um, but that's a mentor's role and responsibility, and that's what we ask of, and and we look uh, we look to our mentors to provide uh, to to our transitioning veterans. No, absolutely, and for transitioning veterans, that receiving that challenge from another veteran, I think that breaks down one of those huge barriers where they're just more open to that challenge because it becomes that trusted source. It's somebody else who speaks the same language, who they know has a similar background and experience, and who's in that role where they want to go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a tremendous amount of, um, you know, cultural shift that, that needs to occur in transition. Um, you know, we can, we can complete sentences in nothing but acronyms. So you have to change your complete lexicon. Um, so having a veteran to maybe help serve as a... Um, an industry translator mm -hmm. in in a in a in, over a brief period of time isn't such a bad thing. Yeah. They can relate, um, but eventually, look, the mentor's going to challenge. <laughs> you're going to grow, um, and if if you want to, you know, be equally as successful. Um, but there are plenty of places in the life mm -hmm. science workforce and industry for veterans. Um, again, I, I can't stress enough the the congruence of the meaning, the purpose, the sense of mission, the service to others and specifically to patients. Um, I just think there's an undeniable congruence there. Uh, and I think that, again, the mentor facilitating that breakthrough mm -hmm. and being there not just to be a uh, someone to listen, 
to the challenges, but someone to take those take those um, problems and challenges and reframe them for the veteran to help themselves um, is it, that that value added uh, that the mentor receives is invaluable, and that's that's part of championing. That's part of being a champion no, um, for your fellow veterans. No, I, I agree completely, and it's one of those. You know what you know, you know what you don't know, but it's what you don't know you don't know. That's what's enduring change and transition. That's the number one thing that's going to jump up and bite you in the ass. Right. But I mean, I, I, I can't remember the source, but I can't take credit for this. But there's another saying I'll throw onto that is no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. And that's that's at the heart of mentoring. The caring isn't just about the compassion and the empathy, but it's also about being realistic mm-hmm. and and helping the veteran uh, be a realist in what they can and cannot achieve. Um, and if they can't achieve it, chart a pathway to get there, to be successful in the industry, because the industry wants veteran talent. Um, and, and there's no greater way to give back than to engage and be a part of the solution um, and help our transitioning veterans find that congruence and meaning and purpose, mission and service. No, absolutely. And you guys have crafted some amazing partnerships in helping you accomplish that mission. Yes, we have. I mean, we've, we've, we've had some great uh, partners and allies out there, and they continue to grow. Uh, right here in the, in the greater Boston area, we've got partners um, from you know, the North Shore to the South Shore. We've, wor- we, we've been working with Abiomed, Smith & Nephew, uh, Boston Scientific, Hemonetics, um, Mass Medic, Mass Bio, Mass Life Sciences Center. You know, so not just the corporations, but the industry associations. Mm-hmm. And that transcends the greater Boston area. We work with Avamed, the National Association for Medical, medical Technology Devices, Medical Alley out in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, um, and organizations from Edwards uh, out in California to Novoside. So um, the industry is not just regional mm-hmm. in the Northeast, it's national, and, and moreover, it's global. Because these these companies impact uh, and have operations across the globe, so it's international as well. Um, and we do have mentors that are overseas mm-hmm. um, themselves, whether they be in Japan or England, um, and so or Canada. So I mean, we there's a there's a broad uh, depth and breadth to the mentors that participate in the program, to the opportunities in the industry not just from a regional perspective platform, but nationally, uh, as well as in a global setting. And, you know, more to the point, two, two weeks I'll be down in Texas with another um, partner, Becton Dickinson Company, who will be running, an, uh, running a career event for veterans in the San Antonio area. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's bigger mm-hmm. um, than greater Boston, but this, this is where, this is where we're, we've yeah. planted the flag, so to speak. No, absolutely. It's a great place to play the flag. And it's a great area just to have done that as well. So for people who are interested in transitioning in this space, veterans coming out or veterans who are in the space looking to try to help people in, what's some of the best ways they can go about getting in touch with you and your organization? Yeah, absolutely. No, great. Um, and the best place to do first and foremost is to go to our website at mvpvets.org. Uh, on the website, um, it's very easy to use. You can go and say, Hey, I'm a, I'm a veteran. If you're in the transition process, uh, and register, we, we pull and are integrated with LinkedIn. So majority of the, 
the information can be directly lifted from LinkedIn. If you're a mentor and you want to give back to other veterans, you can register as a veteran, uh, and, uh, correction, as a mentor. And if you're a uh, company in the life sciences, uh, you can also have your HR or talent acquisition folks register as a partner company. All in all three different ways combined, um, there's opportunities for veterans uh, to connect with a mentor. There's opportunities for mentors to connect with a veteran. Um, and then there's the company's opportunities where they can uh, have an opportunity to review the veteran talent that, that's a part of the organization, as well as um, provide mentors and charitable contributions. We are a 501c3. And so um, our services are, are to a large part uh, a function of those organizations that we partner with at the corporate level and other foundations uh, to support the programs and services that we provide to our veterans. But again, that site, mvpvets.org, mvpvets.org, the best way to contact us uh, and engage and be uh, an advocate for our transitioning post 9-11 veterans. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much, Jason, for putting all this together and taking such, grabbing the spear on bringing this forward because it's an exciting opportunity for our veterans. It's something new and different and something I would imagine that most of them aren't thinking about when they come out of the service. No, thanks for your time, mm -hmm. Ed. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, and a great MVP vets and, and our transitioning veterans. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. <laughs> Again, a huge thank you to Jason. MVP Vets is going above and beyond in helping veterans become successful in their transitions out of the military. Listeners, you can learn more about MVP Vets and how to help out at www.mvpvets.org. Transition and change are no easy task, and professional transformations are fraught with misinformation, missing pieces of knowledge, and new networks of people to meet. A champion by your side, teaching you the latest info, introducing you to the right people, and holding you accountable in successfully pursuing your goals is absolutely invaluable in accomplishing this. Thank you all for listening. I welcome your comments. You can find me on social media, both Twitter and Facebook at BlueCordMGMT, or on LinkedIn, search for BlueCord Management. Be sure to send in some questions to mailcall at leadershipupdatebrief.com. Our mailbag episode is coming up in a few short weeks. You can learn more about Blue Cord at www.bluecordmgmt.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcasting service. And as always, we're available on C-Suite Radio at c-suitenetwork.com. Thanks again, and I look forward to continuing our journey soon. Have a wonderful day. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. As a loyal fan of the C-Suite Radio show, I've got an incredible offer for you. Listeners to this podcast get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You will have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com.
com slash CSR. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.